Hey friends, welcome to our digital space. On This Girl Life, we're trying to figure life out. And there's no better way to do that than with your best friend by your side. So join us each week as we bring on experts to help us navigate This Girl Life. All right, here are your hosts, Whitney and Kristen. Hey everyone, welcome to our 38th episode of TGL. Guys, we I'm just going to warn you right now, we are having technical difficulties this week. I don't know. It was so weird. Like, I, we all know my computer sucks, okay? But then it was like, Tenley was getting dropped, like dropped, dropped, dropped. I, it was so strange. So please, like, the edit's pretty good. Us. Good. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's just Kristen is with Tenley the last, like, 10 minutes. Like, I'm completely gone. Because <laughs> Whitney's computer was actually screaming at her like died yeah but don't let that take away from our beautiful episode I was telling one of you listeners today about it and you kept saying you had goosebumps and I just can't wait for you all to hear it and have goosebumps because it's so good but we'll get there Uh, yeah honestly this is like one of my favorite ever me too yeah okay well welcome back you guys we're getting closer to Christmas things are away a week away from Christmas Eve oh my gosh I Oh my gosh. Guys, yeah. this is your one week reminder that Christmas is a week from tomorrow. So start shopping now. Yeah. And you better start shopping. That's <laughs> me normally. I did way better this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I have really sent did. all my gifts to Zona. Like, we're done. Yeah, you're Let's done. Do it. Good. See, you're yeah. ahead too, which is impressive because, like, Quinn has been so sick and now you're kind of sick. It's just like a total mess. Yeah, so don't good you f- like my, my voice right now? Yeah, you're so sexy, like I'm Phoebe. I'm trying to keep the sucking the snot in my nose off of the air. Well, thanks for that. We all appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> but that's how I feel. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Um, before we forget, I want to announce the Smart Suites giveaway winner. Woo! We partnered up with Smart Suites. You're going to see a lot more Smart Suites here on TGL. We love them. If you're looking to order for Smart Suites, um, just the healthier version of any type of gummy you want, I swear. And mine are traditional gummies. Those are my favorites. But use TGL10 for 10% off your orders over $30. But our winner... Of, <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Um, of the 15 bags is Keto Carry on Instagram. Thank you for being a part of this and liking Instagram or liking Instagram. (laughs) Thank you for enjoying the app of Instagram. We appreciate it. (laughs) What is happening? Thank Um, you for entering our giveaway. So we will reach out to you and you will get 15 bags of smart sweets. So again, you guys, we're going to be doing these giveaways with them quite regularly. I'm hoping to do it like once a month. So look tuned. Yeah. Look for them. Okay. Let's jump into our favorite segment of TGL. It's yay and nay with Wit and Kay. Oh, shit. Right, yay. Let's start with yays this week. I'm going to go ahead. I'll go ahead. Okay. I was like, oh, gosh. My child is officially potty trained. Woo! It's a big deal. That is a huge deal. Yeah, it's a huge, huge deal. So that honestly, like, yay, done. I can't even... Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's spectacular. <laughs> Thank you. I know I was worried for a while she was going to be 16 and pooping in diapers. But yeah. it's not going to happen. More good, guys. Okay, my yay. 16 and pooping in diapers. <laughs> could you 
hey, well, I don't, you know, the nurse in me. I'm like, hey, this Whitney, some people, you know, it happens. Okay. Oh my gosh. My yay. Well, what is my yay? Okay. Ice, ice coffee. <laughs> uh, my yay is that we are interviewing nannies because I am pulling Quinn out of, eventually pulling her out of daycare. And I had a really good interview on Saturday. Good. So here we go. I just can't handle the sickness anymore. So yeah, we're getting her out of there. Kicked in the face. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. pretty hard. Yeah. December mm. and January, November have been pretty brutal. So maybe that's like me manifesting a good yay. Is that yeah. like we're we interviewed with a good nanny and hopefully that'll just like speak into existence. Yeah. Well, I am, I'm praying for you. I really want, I want you to find a good one. Cause I know it's difficult and everyone listening who has an Annie, I'm sure they've been through it. Like, right. Yeah. It's like a battle it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, nays, you know, what's funny is, um, I, uh, I feel like my nay is, I don't know how to put this. I was thinking about this before we got on and I was like, how am I going to put this? But it's almost like all the I had a moment and like some things are going on where I was just like nothing really matters like nothing really matters but like my husband and my kid like that's all that really matters to me and like so for me all the nays like I was almost able for like a split second so this is again I always do like yay nays but it's like you have the weirdest nays I know but it's <laughs> but like I just had this moment where like I don't know, like all the nays didn't even matter. All the yays didn't even matter. Like the only thing I could focus on was like my kid and my husband. Um, I guess a nay would be like just living the type of like lifestyle we have to live, I guess, you know, with what my husband does. I think that that's like the nay for me right now. But yeah, Um, it's a weird yay nay. I'm sorry. It's me every time. Okay, whatever. Get used to it. (laughs) <sighs> okay I'm not even sure where to go with that <laughs> I do that too every time that was like the most vague nay yay I've ever heard it has to be vague but it's okay. like yeah okay um <laughs> my nay is I don't know if I have a nay we I hate saying that my nay is being sick and my kid being sick because that has been my nay for a long time so, what is my nay? Is it? You know what my nay is? Uh, okay, what? <laughs> I haven't been getting my fake nails like I usually do. I usually get gel nails, you know? Yeah. And I've been living the all-natural life for a while. How's that going and for you? <laughs> it freaking sucks butts because all I get is hang nails. How do you people that don't get regular manicures yeah. deal with your hang nails I have one right here because I haven't been getting mine either I know I all I do is clip the skin around my fingers because all they do is get hang nails I know it's very interesting and are you like me um I have something in my eye I'm sorry but I have like every time I go the girl's like you know you have <laughs> your your cuticles are like out of control like they grow so fast not my nails my cuticles it Guys, I, I don't know what to do about it. 
Like I'm getting my nails done on Tuesday so that through the holiday season, I cannot have disgusting hangnail fingers. Yeah. Because I can't do it. I don't know how you guys do it. I rub oil on them. I put lotion on every night. Some people just have issues. <laughs> I have issues. And it's that's a, that is a good hell. name. Because that's a name for me right now, too. So I even asked Adam last night. I'm like, because you don't get me that cares, Adam, but do you get hangnails? He's like, never. I'm like, what the fuck? What is like, wrong with me? That's nope. so weird. Never. My husband doesn't either. So never. I don't know. Hmm. Okay, there's my name. No, it's very random, but. I mean, I love our yay and nay segments because you just never know, right? <laughs> like, you're welcome, people. You're and if you're welcome. out there and you have tips about hangnails, please let me know. Yeah. I really need it. I'm with you, too. Okay. okay, listeners. Yes. It's time. It is time. We're really excited to have Tinley. You know her from Jake's season of The Bachelor. Bachelor on- Pad. Oh, yeah. Bachelor Pad. And, and yes, she is a vet of the bachelor, um, world, but there's so much more to her. We wanted her on because we have just always loved her. Like, honestly, one of our favorite, maybe our favorite. Mm-hmm. So this episode is really powerful and really interesting. She just, you know, opens up so much about life and love and faith. Just and I just beautiful. want to shout out to all of the people that don't watch The Bachelor, my mom included, we do talk about The Bachelor, but we also talk about 90% other stuff. Yes. So stay tuned, guys. It's such a good one. Welcome back to TGL, guys. I'm so pumped. I have another one of my all-time favorite Bachelor contestants, Tenley Molzon-Leopold. You probably know her because she is Hands down the nicest and most genuine Bachelor contestant that this show has ever seen in the history of the show. She is a recently married. She's so sweet. She did fight for love on Jake's season, which we'll get to. But we're so excited to have you here, Tenley. Welcome to This Girl Life. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much. And what a what a welcome and uh, entrance or uh, uh, intro. And I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. We're pumped. We we want you to introduce yourself to our audience because so many people know you from The Bachelor, but you're so much more than this and you have such a big story. So share with us um, a little bit of your story and who you are. Oh goodness, where to start? Well, I will say kind of, I'll start with a little bit of what I do for a living even. I'm a holistic nutrition health coach. Um, So I work with clients uh, to help them find their best life. Um, Goes way back to my own uh, health journey and everything. And then I'm also a newlywed. I guess a year and a half still counts for that because we're still really figuring things out um, in the best ways. And um, I am a Let's see, what else is about, what else kind of sums me up? <laughs> now I, I'm into jewelry. Like I, I just launched a capsule collection with a jewelry line. Um, I'm, I'm just here to, to, to share whatever it is that's on my heart and mind. And I have social media to do that too. And my blog. And yes, yeah, so there's, there's quite a bit about me. Um, and I don't exactly ever know where to start. Well, you have a lot going on. You definitely, like, you have your hands in a lot of different, like, you know, pieces. Um, So tell us a little bit about, I want to know, your journey, your health journey. Like, 
Obviously, we both just said you're gluten intolerant, and I am too, so I like very much connect with you, but tell us a little bit of how you got to um, becoming a coach. Yeah, that's a great question to start with. So I always feel like I have really two big life stories, one in the love department and then one in the health department, (laughs) and they both really kind of who I am today and all of what I do on a daily basis. So starting with my health journey, so from being born, I was just not healthy. My um, stomach was just not working well. I think that there's more to it that we're still learning about a lot of that side, um, one side of my family actually. And I'm excited to dig a little bit more into it. But basically from the day I was born, had some digestive issues, was very just not well and lots of doctor's appointments, tests through my whole life. Um, And it was really, really hard, especially in adolescence. I was a competitive dancer. Um, and so just always, it was never, it was, it was a part of my life, never knew it would be better than that. And it definitely hindered from a lot of really important things. Um, and then finally, um, kind of, uh, kind of hits the road where my, my love journey and stuff and that part of my life, um, kind of interconnects, but, um, that we can save for another part. Um, (laughs) but where I was in a very, very challenged time. Of course, my stomach was at an all-time worst because my nervous system and stuff was very plagued with stress and uh, exhaustion, fatigue, and um, and it was a really good time for me to kind of even narrow down on it. So after all kinds of tests my whole life, like I said, ER visits, doctor visits, and everybody just saying that I had IBS, which as now in nutrition, as a nutritionist, I feel like that is just BS, but, um, <laughs> so, but we can talk about that another time too. <laughs> so, uh, with, with no diagnosis or being undiagnosed or wrongly diagnosed for a long time, uh, my mom had suggested to read a book and it was about, um, going gluten-free and it was Elizabeth Hasselbeck's book. And I just so related to her, um, her story about her health and life and like, um, nothing had ever been seen or done and then started trying free. Like I'd been tested for celiac disease and stuff, but this is also at a time where pharmaceuticals was really what was paving the way in the direction for a diagnosis. So the holistic side of things wasn't as popular and I wasn't, I didn't anybody that could help me with that. So I started playing with my own diet and lifestyle, removed gluten, and very, very quickly felt a way that I didn't know that I would ever get to feel. And like, this is everybody else's normal. <laughs> my stomach issues, my health started to get better. And then it just was, um, and then going into The Bachelor, I started, uh, it was very new for me, actually. I was very newly gluten-free. I was very scared to touch gluten ever again when um, <laughs> I was filming the first season that I did. And um, yeah, so afterwards, I just started sharing all my gluten-free recipes as I was starting, and Twitter was big then, um, <laughs> as I was starting to kind of come into this new lifestyle of my own. And then when I realized that people were like trying to learn more and they wanted to know anything I could tell them about what I was learning about myself and these recipes or whatever, I was like, one, I wasn't sharing healthy recipes. I was starting to learn like other upgrades in my life and then realizing that there were people asking and needing help. And I was like, well, I want to be able to do that, but I want to be able to know what I'm talking about. So I went back to school for nutrition, became certified and, um, 
it's just been a part of my life. Um, now, not just do I meet with clients one-on-one, but um, with a business partner, I created um, co-founder of the DIY Cleanse, the cleanse for people who hate cleansing. I've been <laughs> on a bit of a hiatus, but it's still out there. It's like a, a wonderful product that's shelved in this seven-day cleanse that anybody can do at any t- any time and always reference it for great upgrades and their daily lives. And we also created a group program called the Food Freedom Group Wellness Program. And that was also when I was in school for nutrition, just a desire of my heart to be like, I want, I, because of those, that long journey of my own health, I had a lot of, um, it, it even tied into self image and, um, just body dysmorphia and fear of food and fear of like a lot of things that us women deal with in so many different ways, but all very similar to where, um, yeah, we, I, I just had this dream of creating a program or something where, where women would find freedom. So we created a group wellness program, my DIY cleanse business partner and I, and, um, yeah, so those are a few little side things that I've done too. I think the cool thing is we, um, had Ben Higgins on a couple weeks, months, months ago or so. And we were talking to him about the use of your platform, because let's be real, you are on the bachelor. You do have this amazing platform. And I think what's so cool about you, Tenley, is that everything you put out is so amazing and your heart, you can tell where it is. Like just with your last topic of like talking through body dysmorphia and talking through eating and talking through food, you're using your platform in such a really positive way. And we're going to get into your faith because you're talking to two Christian girls too. And that's part of why we love you so much. But you just, you utilize this platform in such a beautiful way. And I love hearing you talk about food and DIY cleanse. And we actually last week just had a whole podcast about body image and body dysmorphia and how our struggles with it and things like that. And just hearing you talk about it and your love for that, it's just amazing. And it just further proof that you're even better than we thought. <laughs> well, that just really touches my heart and that it even has, I, I'm excited for your listeners too. And really, really awesome to get to know you both as well. And to know that such a safe place to even talk about faith. So awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to keep diving into this. <laughs> um, so, and, and Ben is one of those people that I am so proud to see, uh, mm-hmm move forward in the way that he is. I, I had the honor of getting to know him before he became a bachelor and stuff. And, um, he holds a special place in my heart for, for, for that. So yeah. you're both just using your platforms for such good. Oh, well, thank you. I really, really appreciate that affirmation and encouragement. Yeah. To keep yeah. it, I guess <laughs> one thing that I have loved recently of yours is your latest post on Instagram. And Whitney and I were just diving into that before you got on and And in this journal entry, you kind of talked about your desires for a future husband, which Whitney and I were talking about it. And it just, we were both, we're both writers and we both had journals growing up. And I feel like we both have very similar, if we went back and looked at it, journal entries. And it was so vulnerable that you shared that because I don't think I would ever post anything I wrote in my early teens or twenties on Instagram, but we have single girls that are listening. And I feel like we probably have girls that are at that same moment you were at when you wrote that journal entry. So I would just love to hear your heart and kind of what tips you have for girls that are sitting in this moment and feeling like, I don't know what God's plan is for me anymore. God has forgotten about me. He's forgotten about the desires of my heart that I want a partner in this life. What tips do you have for those girls that are listening? Oh, well, the biggest, I don't know that I'm the best tip giver, but I, I, I'm honored to be this. Um, and uh, my, my biggest tip would probably be 
well, to remind you, you are you are not forgotten. Um, t- our timing is not always aligned with God's timing because and in his way is better. So one of my best things to always remind someone whose aching heart is aching is um, there's something greater than you can ever, ever imagine coming for you. I believe that's even uh, basically what Ephesians 3.20 says. And, um, and that there's just something beyond what you could ever fathom, like being prepared for you. And I think that there's also uh, the other thing that I love to remind Uh, people in this single season or a season of heartbreak or whatever it may be, that don't focus on the single, uh, the season of singleness. I know that it's what the season you're in, but think of it as the single or a season of wholeness. Think of um, what, how how many different blessings and, and different ways that God can use you in this time, or maybe not just use you, but be, be shaping you and shaping somebody else too. So it, and, and that kind of goes back to that timing of you're not forgotten. There's just other things being shifted around. One thing I did want to say though, with my journal entry, um, and it, it was kind of like, this feels really cheesy to put it out there because I, I could, I could go down and explain like every little excerpt that I, like what I was writing. And this was just one page of this tear stained um, journal. And um, as you probably know what that's like, but one thing I wanted to say was that it wasn't magic. It's not like I, I went out and wrote, okay, like these are all the things now God bless me because I wrote it down. (laughs) No, I've been praying for a long time for this man, whoever he was and a few different times thought I had met that man. And, and then, um, but but every time that my heart kind of like continued to really like surrender to a space of saying, this is what I will have. I won't settle for anything different. Um, you know, each person that I had had met had kind of helped shape that. Uh, ben Higgins being one, he, he was just an extremely transparent male in my life and um, a way of transparency and humility. So there's a nod to Ben. Um, and, and, and that was just really, really on my heart as I was moving forward and thinking about, um, what it was that truly my heart was waiting for, because it just wasn't worth my time to just keep dating and, oh, and, and to me, it became super important that I wanted to date a man who loved Jesus and had a relationship with God. And, um, so I just wrote those things down. It wasn't magic. It was surrender. (laughs) And of course, um, the timing was kind of cool because that was December, um, 2015. And then I met Taylor, my husband, January, 2016. But again, like it, it, that, that was God's timing. That wasn't, that wasn't anything. It could have been two years later that I could have, but for some reason that was a very significant moment. And I think the other thing was that I was also like finally going, yeah, like I'm not even going to take, go on dates unless, or, or even spend past like an hour with somebody. If it's, if I can't know some of these things, at least right. in the beginning. So I don't know if that there's tips within all of that. <laughs> there but- is, there is definitely. I, you, you were obviously found, you know, experienced the bachelor and bachelor in paradise, um, and found, you know, love or found relationships <laughs> out of that. Um, mm-hmm. 
how during that you're so exposed everyone's in your business everyone (laughs) is expecting to like know what's going on and like want you to work out or not want you to work out how how did your faith play a role in that because I can't imagine how that is being that exposed one, I don't ever feel, I feel like my faith grounded me. My faith helped me continue to have hope for what what I was always moving towards and that my life that I was living and the reason that I was even in the scenario that I was in wasn't even about me in the end. Like, um, I remember praying before I went on The Bachelor the first time and just being like, God, do what you want to do with me at this time in this scenario because it feels a little bit weird and a little bit wild and to back up a little bit and just to help some listeners if this is it's been so long so it's not like a big part of my story anymore but the other when I first went on The Bachelor I had come out of a uh, broken marriage Um, I was married at a very young age and um, we were married for like just hit a year and he had chosen somebody else and ended up having child with her and then eventually getting married. And I don't believe they're, I don't think they're married anymore, but, um, it was a very, very, it was something we were two young Christian kids getting married, waiting for marriage. And then that was something that I would have never, ever imagined happening or that I would go through. And, um, so in the bad kind of a part of my healing and, um, but it was also just such a big thing of like, Hey God, like I, this feels really wild that I have this opportunity. So let it be for you. I never thought that it would ever go beyond the first going to be going home. I sat in the limo with these gorgeous girls and just like, I'm going to make most of this. And, um, and then just every day, I think that it was, it, it was a really good, unique healing thing for me. And that all I think ties back to my faith too, just being able to be like, okay, God use this. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And then I, I did kind of uh, go into, and so it was, it was interesting. I don't know if I'm really answering your questions, like going into the relationships, like the next show I did was bachelor pad. Oh, bachelor and pad. Was, yeah. <laughs> I see. It's like, then, I'm... I, then I did bachelor in paradise. <laughs> okay. So. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um, I did end up in a relationship in that. And I decided to date somebody who wasn't uh, a believer in Jesus, like I was, and decided and gave it a good long couple of years of a shot. Yeah. And, um, and I definitely had some really crazy wrestling of my heart, but I think that this might be where your question really comes in is Jake had shared with me that he had a faith. And so we kind of related on that. So I felt very comfortable with it. And I thought, all right, this might be my story. And then I, went into bachelor pad and ended up in a relationship for a good amount of time. Um, and it was several years of my life that I kind of wrestled with like, this guy is so good and he loves me. And I just so badly wanted to be loved. And I think God was teaching me something way deep within my, my being, um, through those years too, but then realized, um, after we tried a couple times to keep that relationship going, that, Nope. I think, I think that I know what I need and what God really, really, truly wants for me so that I can, here's what it was. <laughs> Sorry. I just totally <laughs> jumped into this. Thing. What I did realize one day was that, you know, I had this great desire to have a partner in marriage and for that part of my life to be redeemed. 
and believed that it would be, but, um, where was I going? Oh, but I also was like, okay, but marriage is something that I desire, but why do I desire that? Why do we get married? And once I realized like it was to bring God glory through our lives with a partner, like I was like, okay, I'm good to do this without somebody or with somebody. So whatever you have for me, God, and that helped me kind of let go of hanging on to a relationship that I was like, I don't think that our relationship can ultimately bring God the glory that I was, I think that he was desiring for me to bring through a part with a partner. So that makes sense without no, dogging yeah. anybody in my past. Or- so inspiring. Honestly, like I just, I don't know, hearing that it's, I know that so many people are, are going through that young Christian mm-hmm. girls and for you to be so open and so honest about that, I truly appreciate it because this is something where um, as women, you know, I think we are so desired to be loved. Like we really, women want that and crave that. And when we find a man who's so amazing and who's so great, it's so easy to just find the reason to stay with them. And for you mm-hmm. to be able to say no, I know at the end of the day, my purpose, like number one above any man is God. Mm-hmm. is huge huge to me like I could honestly like kind of cry like having it on our podcast because <laughs> I think like ultimately I love my husband and I like you know but like ultimately God is number one always mm. so I just ugh, and girl. I think for you to do that in the public eye where everyone I mean I know exactly who you're talking about because I <laughs> and it's funny hearing your side of this because I only know us weekly you know and I'm watching you too and I'm like but you're perfect and you right. loved each other and and it's so amazing to now hear this other side mm. and to hear, like, to finally get the full story, I think. <laughs> because if you're a Bachelor fan, we've all rooted for you because you're just adorable and we love you and everyone loves you even though they don't know you. And so we felt, at least I felt like, oh my gosh, she finally has found her match with him. <laughs> and then when it ended, it was shocking. Mm. And so I I feel like... I'm only one of a million billion bachelor fans that had to be so hard because even though you're like doing it for yourself, I can't imagine that you're not thinking of everything else too. The pressure was really hard. And I think that there was a lot of both of us trying. I think there were, we, we, we had, we were good friends to each other and, um, he was a good man, but like the ultimately, yeah, like the coming to that, what am I in relationship for? What is relationship for being able to get to that point? But that came a little bit after we'd started to loosen our ties to one another. And we had that, that going back and forth. And it had a lot to do with that public, um, kind of a little bit of that pressure of being like, ah, I don't know. And it felt safe to just be able to be loved by somebody like we were kind of even nodding back to that so many of us girls, or most girls, I think, just have this wiring to just be adored and be loved. And we want that partner. And that is most of our mm-hmm. deep desires of our hearts. And, um, and, and yeah, I just, <laughs> the pressure, the pressure was hard letting go was hard, but you know, the one day, that one day that I went, you know what, like, this is where it actually is done. And we were, and I really cut the ties of even a friendship in that relationship. I decided, or that was the first time I actually didn't cry, cry. Like I had been crying because I had been trying so hard, like, God, please make this happen. Please make this work. 
do this. I've spent this much time. All the people are watching. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I don't think that we need to try this anymore. We need to do our separate things, not even friendship. And that was the first time I didn't sit and cry. And I felt like I was finally, here's the image in my head. Sorry, I am like, <laughs> no, but we are tracking. <laughs> let's just, let's just preach. No. Um, so, so there was this one uh, image that I have in my head that like for so long, God was always by my side, always never left me. I was still choosing him, but I was trying to do these two lives in a way. And, um, but he was just walking alongside of me, always kind of had my back, always hovering around me and over me, loving me. But then, but he always more for me. And the day that I decided to let go and quit begging God and say, I want what you want for me. It was like, I was able to take his hand and he was able to lead me to where now it makes life so much easier, even in the hardest moments when things don't go my way to be able to be like, okay, I can trust you because I know where you're going to, that where you're going to lead me might not always be easy, but it's going to be right. And it's going to be with you. And it's going to be where I'm supposed to be. And all of, uh, all of what we walk through, I'll be walking, holding your hand and being led by you. And that was my kind of image with God that I finally got to. And it just, made all the aches and pains of my heart and the breakups and all of that so much better and not better, but easier. Yeah. And manageable. So I don't even know if I answered any that of your surrenders, questions. But. <laughs> but that surrender is so hard. I feel like you are just like preaching to people and touching people's hearts because that surrender is really hard to be like, okay, God, this might be the hardest journey I go on, but I know that the end result is going to be better than anything I could have ever dreamt up for myself. And it's I think hard that's to believe it is hard to believe. And there were days that I was like, I don't even trust this anymore. I don't believe this. And then I would be like, no, no, that doesn't feel very good to not be in that space. So go back. It's be in this. beautiful now, though, to look back because now you have your blog and your, you know, your holistic coach and you have your husband, Taylor, like now you can look back and you can say, you know, that trust. Well, it took time. Now yeah. you have all like all these beautiful things that have happened. And I think mm -hmm. so many people can relate. Like I literally feel like I had my own journey. I wasn't on The Bachelor. My dad would have killed me. <laughs> but like, you know, I had my, my own. Dad yeah. Can't say I didn't apply. Can't say I didn't apply. <laughs> no way. Did you apply? Yeah. When I was at Pepperdine, I was like, I'm doing it. I live in LA. I'm doing Stop it. it. Okay, we got to go back and talk about Seriously, I didn't even know this. <laughs> Goodness, Kristen, dropping the bombs. Who would have been the bachelor? Side note, who would have been your bachelor? Oh, gosh, that would have been like Jake, 2009. Oh, yeah, I was gosh. a senior in college, so 2009 year, 10. Uh, that's when we filmed, and then it aired 2010. It's going to be a bunch of years. Whoa, that's wild. And there was a girl on my season. I just figured out why you look so familiar. You look like Catherine, or Catherine looks like you. Uh, she was... <laughs> Beautiful blonde from Kentucky was kind of was talking to her last night. So funny. Oh my God, so funny. I would have loved it. That would have been yes. so fun. Oh my we would have been friends. Yes, we totally would have. You would have. <laughs> but anyways, back to it. Look at like where you're at now. You know, it's such a journey and it's been great to follow your journey. And we're so like excited, you know, for what's to come. So share a little bit of what's to come for you in 2020 before we dive more into bachelor life. 
Hmm. I don't know what's coming for 2020 because I feel like 2019 was such a whirlwind of me kind of knocking off some, some big to-do list type of things. Like I just rebranded, not completely finished, but you know, I pushed the live button versus just waiting around till the right moment. But I now have my website, tenleyleopold.com and it looks different and I'm in the middle of shifting all of that. But that was like something that was hanging on my heart for a long time of wanting to build this new space. I got to start using it. And so that was huge, big to do. Um, I hope that next year, 2020 brings um, just more growth for Taylor and I. Um, I think we actually, I desire to sit down and kind of like start dreaming up 2020. I know we have a lot of big travels coming up. Um, and then I just hope to continue to be able to connect with um, women in their health journeys as well as wherever. I, I don't know. I, I have all kinds of different stirrings of my heart of what could happen next year in the sense of just getting to connect with women. Um, I, I love getting to do this. I love getting to share my story. So I'm just hoping that God will use what whatever it is <laughs> that I'm doing to do what, what it is he wants me to. So I don't know. Absolutely. So 2020, I do have goals though, like maybe, maybe more nutrition school, maybe becoming yoga certified or something like that. Cool. You know, just adding all the elements and I don't know <laughs> when I'm going to have time for this though. Cause they're, they're like <laughs> fun, fun year to come. So. All right. The good parts here too. We got to get Let's into some it. good bachelor info. The elephant in the room. Yeah. Got to do it. Always. First things first. Tell us about Jake. Jake in 2009, 2010. I don't know him now. So let's just <laughs> remind everybody yes, that it's, it's been a good amount of time. 10 years. And so I have no clue who he is today. Um, Jake, uh, in my time with him, was really, really kind and sweet. And um, he was grace. Let's go back with that, like the role he was in. And I just continued to kind of go with the flow of, um, all right, I'm still here. Maybe God really does have something for me in this. I, but God had different things for me in all of that with what he was doing in my heart. So, but come to find out when I was watching the show after I didn't get engaged to Jake, although I was kind of like, wait, I don't get it. I knew who the other girl was standing and we were just polar opposites. And I was just like, there's no way that they're engaged. Everyone and was shocked by that. Let's I just feel the no yeah. till the very end. Like their oh. reality Steve spoilers and everything. I was like, there's no, no. I still thought that he might come back and choose me or at, when we filmed after the final rose. And anyway, come to find out as I was watching, I was like, you know what? He's more of a chameleon than I thought. So I'm glad that I was going on in my heart out of it. But I kind of adapting in a little bit more of a because most all of us there are enjoying our time like wow this is a really cool experience and mm -hmm. um it was pretty nice of it plus it was still something that was like just becoming more of a phenomenon yeah mm -hmm. uh, at that time it was kind of a big breaking point franchise and then jake so but jake jake was a nice guy he was really attentive how much he could be and i think we kissed a lot because uh, I mean, I, I just was like, I think that's what you do when you run out of things to talk about that you, um, when you're like, Hey guys, can you guys quit talking? We talked about 
our faith. We talked to, he was in an accountability, had an accountability group or whatever, which I thought was awesome. And I thought was really important. And so like we, but then they would be like, can you guys not talk about that kind of stuff? Talk about other stuff. And Okay, guys. So Tenley got censored. Whitney got kicked off Skype. We are just all over the place today, but we are not going to let that stop our hot topics with Tenley. So are you ready for fast questions? Uh, you heard how I talk. Let's try fast. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a long-winded answerer. Okay. If you weren't married, would you want to be on Bachelor 2010 or Bachelor 2019? Uh, oh, uh, ooh, ew. That's a really hard question. <laughs> um, probably back to 2010. Okay. <laughs> Favorite bachelor ever. Bachelor, I'd say Ben. He's the best. He did a great job. Yeah. Favorite season overall ever. Hmm. Oh, Colton's was exciting. Hannah's was exciting. Uh, favorite overall, let's just go with the OG, Krista and Ryan. <laughs> I don't remember watching the whole thing, but I did. Re- I do remember watching their wedding. Yeah, their wedding was so cute. Hard to pick one. Who do you talk to the most in Bachelor Nation? Um, actually, it's kind of she's kind of removed from Bachelor Nation. There's a few girls from my my season, but um, Emily Stagliano. So she wasn't directly of bachelor nation but she married michael stagliano who was on diana wait no sorry who's jillian season so you so, want to know something uh, crazy there what she went to high school with me shut up yeah but, is she dark-haired uh is she i mean it's kind of it's kind of dark where she went to school like she's from like wisconsin or something like that okay then i'm making that up one of the girls that married the tw- oh the other twin diana no, one's married to diana yeah, Steven. Who so wild, but yeah. So I'll show you. Actually, their their Christmas card sitting right here. Sorry, people <laughs> listening to your podcast. This is Emily and Michael. No, uh, that's not who I'm thinking of. Okay. Dang it. But anyway, so that okay. that way to find out who it was that you went to school with because probably connected somehow. I know that's so funny. Okay. Um, what is your favorite beauty product must have? Uh. Ooh, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> like, is that any beauty it, product tool? It counts as uh, as beauty product right now. I have the extensions for the lashes going on, and it just it's making a difference during this cold, very dreary uh, Christmas season we're having in San Diego. <laughs> I'm with you. It's such a game changer for me. Yeah. Favorite exercise? I love to run. I love really? running. My my escape. Yeah. Or that. or hot yoga or a bar class. Nice. Favorite Bible verse. Ooh, they ch- it changes all the time. Um, why can't I think of it? I believe it's Isaiah 55 5. Is that and it's it's basically saying, um, your ways are better than mine. Um is that, that. oh man, I'm gonna have to follow up with that to make sure that I <laughs> favorite cocktail um spicy margarita oh my gosh that sounds amazing (laughs) um least favorite bachelor oh uh maybe one pablo (laughs) (laughs) is that the one everybody would say (laughs) yeah i think that's a pretty popular opinion yeah 
Okay. That's it. You did great. Oh. That was fast. Rapid fire. I did better than other questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing we always do on TGL is we play a segment called Yay and Nay with Wit and K. And we talk about things we love and things we don't love. So what would be your yay? Right now, um, hard. Why am I so indecisive at this very, very moment? I have a stream that I just recently got. Do you know the soda streams? That's kind yep. of a yay right now. That Those are amazing. Pretty cool. Um, do I give you a list? Because nope, there's just a, one. an abundance. Yeah, thing. Oh, dang it. <laughs> you can give me two or three if you want. I wasted it on that. Um, give us another yay. Nice high waisted um like leggings. I was wearing an older pair of Lululemons the other day that was like nice and tight, pulling everything in. <laughs> All the holiday I... goodness. And I'm wearing like some tighter ones that go up a little. And those are a yay right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. My Align Lululemon leggings that come up like to my bra. That's like, what these I'm are money. About. Yes. That's what I'm wearing. Yes, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> Yay. Okay. What's your nay? Um, my nay would probably be, uh, gosh, I could probably really get into this if I really thought about it. Um, but let's just let yesterday I was driving to and from LA and it was just bad. So nay is always traffic, always traffic. And also angry people that think that honking the horn's really going to change things for them. <laughs> that, that, that's my nay. Always. You're like, thank you for that loud horn. It actually is really motivating me today to move faster. Because like, <laughs> I can go with this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so on TGL, Wit and I have been best friends since we were 13. So we always ask our guests, what is the best piece of advice your best friend has ever given you? Oh, I have some really, really awesome nuggets of wisdom from different friends. But one that's bachelor-related actually um, really stuck with me. Um, and it was after the show, there was a lot of opportunity to connect with people from the show and very much in that circle. And really when you start to dive into circles of friends, you, that just causes less time for other, other friends. And one friend just went ahead and had the boldness and said, Hey, you've had these long existing friends that love you and want to be a part of your life. And and in the in the kindest way was just kind of reminding me that I I also had these other friends too and it quickly helped me realize like where my like where that love and the relationship with my friendships really really was what was genuine um so those those friendships are still in existence versus like I I'm a little bit further removed from all the bachelor world. I'm still rooting everybody on, listen to almost everybody's podcast and um, <laughs> would love the invitations and stuff, but I've kind of removed myself because I just nurture the friendships that are what, what are just going to always be with me. And so absolutely, um, that was some great was it, it or yeah, yeah. It was pretty bold. Yeah. I could see how that would be really hard to kind of just like dive into the life that you're currently mm -hmm. in. Yeah. And dive into that circle. And you can see some of the bachelor people that you can tell that do that. And they're at all the events and all the stuff. And it's wonderful, but not losing your original OG friends is important too. Yeah. And it just, it takes a lot of time to be able to be available for all those things. So kind of figuring mm -hmm. out like the best, the best limit for you. But I, I'm going to just be honest because it kind of comes like in a transparent 
situation for anybody who ever wonders, like sometimes I feel a little bit like, man, I'm so on the outside and that's such a bummer. But I think that sometimes it's worth being on the outside to be able to keep what's most important to you really, um, like I said, nourished and and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I love that. So tell our TGL listeners where they can find you, websites, Instagrams, all that fun stuff. So on Instagram, you should be able to find me by Tenley Leopold, but um, also Tenley Molzon is my handle. So it's T-E-N-L-E-L-Z-A-H-N. And uh, it's Tenley Leopold or Tenley Molzon all across the board on Facebook and Twitter as well, although those need a little bit more attention. Um, I love to do a little IGTV here and there. So if you aren't somebody who's familiar with IGTV on Instagram, try to look into some of those. Um, Yeah, I think that's kind of where to find me at the moment. Well, sweet. Well, Tenley, it was such a joy. We loved having you, loved chatting with you, and we can't wait to connect again. When you come to Denver, we're going to get together. I would love that. We can even throw Ben Higgins to share. Yeah, we can, we can, I haven't seen Ben in so long. That would be good. Um, so one more thing to share though, because you said where I can find me, um, for until I believe March, I have a capsule collection. I mentioned in the beginning, um, capsule jewelry line collection with, uh, Tadri, which is a jewelry company in Miami. And they asked me to create some pieces with them. And so I had the honor to create, I think we created about 21 really special pieces. And I feel like they all have a lot of different, they have great me, but I think that they find a lot of different meanings for other people too. So, um, yeah, so that's tawdry.com or you can find my collection even through going to my website as well, but tawdry.com and shop the shine with Sunlight collection. Oh my gosh. I love that. We will put all of this stuff, everyone. So you're listening on our website so you can just stalk her through there as well. So Thank you so much for joining us. It was so fun to have you. You are such a joy. Thank you. You girls are too. Wait, guys, before you leave, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. It means so much to us when we hear from you, and it really helps us grow our podcast. So to show our appreciation, we want to send you a little TGL swag. I've already sent out a few of them out today. We have our very own, very branded TGL mugs for you. So All you have to do, rate and review, and then screenshot that. Send it to at TGL Podcast on Instagram. Just message us, and we're going to send you a cute mug to drink your coffee out of every morning. It's that easy.